Oh, good. We're going chasing. Hello, dear, and welcome to... We're going chasing. Hello, no. and welcome to... We're going chasing. Now, we have a lot on the agenda, lads, so we'll cut the chase and get straight down to the business. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of our Cheltenham Antipost series. Um, a couple of weeks ago, before a gentleman's game ran in the Charlie Hall at Weatherby, Killian stuck him up for the Gold Cup at 66-1. to 1. You've got to be relatively happy with how that's looking at the moment, Killian. Yeah, yeah, very happy. I think it's, uh, I suppose it's, the Cold Cup water has been muddied a bit with Brave Men's game and Galloping getting back last weekend. So, uh, to be honest, I was confident enough before that happened and you'd be a lot more confident to this stage now, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And he's into about 20 to 1. I don't know if 25 to 1 is still available, but uh, he's still a fair price at 20 to 1. Yeah, I, I think he'll take fair stopping um, at Christmas in Leopardstown, so... Like if if you fancied him there, like he's suddenly second favorite behind Gallup and Deschamps if he wins that. In my opinion, anyway. Um, yeah, like very unexposed. So, yeah, 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 very good for the mouse. Um, moving on to the second selection, and this one is coming from me. I sort of have two rules at the moment. Um, the first came from Johnny Deneen on the first episode of Upping the Ante. He was saying that at this stage in the year, when he's looking for an anti-post selection, he's looking for something that's probably three times the price uh, now as to what he could be on the day. So if he, if the horse is 15 to 1 and he can't envisage that horse being 5 to 1 on the day or shorter, then it's not really a bet for him. Um, I'm going to take that rule on board at the time being because I think it's good logic. And the second rule for me is that like over the last couple of years, you could pick out horses for different races and you mightn't be fully sure where they're going to run. Um, and you're sort of taking a stab at it. And then it comes to March and they're running in a different race and you're throwing the docket away and you haven't even got a run for your money. So my second rule is uh, I'm going to be very strict on myself in terms of being sure that this horse has been aimed for a certain race. And the only way that he's not running in that race is if he's injured. Um, so they're, they're my two rules at the moment. And uh, one horse that fits that criteria is Flooring Porter for the RSA or the Brown Advisor. I'll be calling it RSA throughout this mm. because it's what I've always called it. <laughs> um, I think 16 to 1 is a good price on him. Um, he was obviously the best of the whole lot of them over hurdles. Um, he won his novice chase first time over fences at Cheltenham very impressively. Um, you know he looked his usual self there. He was keen. Uh, he jumped reasonably well, made a mistake or two, uh, and jumping probably is his big uh downside. Um, to be honest, it'd be the one worry that I that I'd have about him, but he's got time to sort that yet. Broadway boy uh, came out, won a handicap by 20 lengths. Next time out, he's rated 145 or 146 now. Um, Florin Porter was getting five pounds from him that day, but won as easy as, as you could imagine. At the weekend then, he was beating 15 lengths, but it was actually the race at the weekend that I liked nearly more than anything um, because it was a really good race. Favori de Champdou is, is a good horse. And uh, Florin Porter can't go right-handed. Um, that's well documented at this stage. And people thought that he might be okay uh, at this stage in his career, but he clearly wasn't. 
he wasn't happy going around. He was jumping out to his left. He was keen as as was he always is keen, but uh, there was a loose horse impeding him as well, so he didn't have his sort of way out in front. It was just extremely messy, um, and for him to still be in with a shout, two fences from home, I thought was very impressive. Uh, the fifteen lengths came sort of most of the fifteen lengths that he was bet by came after that in terms of between the second last and the last and again after the last he was hanging extremely badly to his left um but he won't have that problem um going left-handed so he'd be one uh that i do definitely at this stage i'd be thinking that he could be four or five to one on the day um and if you're looking at the opposition there like Gaelic Warriors, the main one, and I think he was so impressive over two mile three at the weekend. He didn't look like a horse to me or to anyone really that is crying out for a step up and trip to three miles. Now, whether Willie will do it or not is another question, but at this moment in time, I'd be very doubtful as to whether he would run uh, in the RSA. I could see him fitting in there, possibly um, in the Turners or maybe even the Arkle, unlikely. But uh, I, I, I don't think he looks like he needs a step up um to three miles. So it's it's taken that into account as well. Um and then I don't know if you fancy anything in that race, Killian, but like if I'm looking around Floor and Porter in the market, it's wide open. And uh I just think the Floor and Porter, like he's got the farm in the book over hurdles and he looks reasonably good uh over fences and, and he looks a classy sort, obviously. Yeah, I'd probably have to see him again. Um to to make a judgment on it, like he won a very weak race in Cheltenham. <clears throat> I know Broadway Boy won a won a listed race afterwards, but they're they're all handicappers that were in that. Um, even the race the last day, I wouldn't say there was a lot of depth to it. Um, I don't know, or any of them were proper Grade One horses. Um, over fences maybe I don't know. Sender to gain, I think might be the best of them come the end of the year. But um, I just think his jumping when when he needs it, like if you look at him over hurdles. He he was able to dictate from the front in all the grade ones he won. And crucially to that, he was a very good hurdler. He's very slick over the hurdles, like you often see him there. At the, the back of the second last in Cheltenham, he'll take two lengths out of them. He's a really quick jump. Danny gives him a squeeze and he goes. And um, I just think over fences has he the scope to when he needs a big one, when they're coming up behind him and he needs to take two lengths out of them again, is he able to do it? And I don't think he is. Um, yeah, there's a few there I, I'd had before him. Classical Dream is definitely one of them. Okay, well, I'd I'd take offence to two of your points there. Um, the first point is knocking him for last weekend. Um, I I don't really accept any criticism of him last weekend. Like he was going right-handed. He's a completely different horse going right-handed. Um, you know he just can't do it. So to to knock the farm and say it's a weak race. Um, I think that you need to look. Uh, you need to look beyond that. Um, it's it, it's like if you have a horse running over two miles, and you're saying he's going to, and he finishes second or third, and you're saying he's going to improve hugely for a step up to three miles, for example. Florin Porter, going right-handed isn't his game. He's going to improve hugely for going left-handed. Um, so that's the first thing. Second of all, Broadway boy is no slouch. Um, like you're calling it a weak race at Cheltenham 
and so be it. It wasn't the strongest race in the world, but it was his first time over fences. Like if you're talking about Gaelic Warrior the weekend, like that was a beginner's chase. I'd say Florian Porter had a had a tough like in terms of if you were to look at the field in behind Florian Porter at Cheltenham versus Gaelic Warrior or not necessarily Gaelic Warrior, but any beginner's chase in Ireland, like you, you can't really knock the form of a beginner's chase too much because that's essentially what it was at Cheltenham and it wasn't a bad uh, beginner's chase as such with a 145 or 146 rated horse in behind and bet on the bridle. Um, so I, I'd, I, I wouldn't agree with you on that front. Um, classical Dream, I don't think is a horse that you can rely on. Uh, I think he's windy. He's two in and out. Okay, he could be on a going day in March. But, uh, you know, he's turned up to the festival three times. He was he obviously won the Supreme, a piss poor Supreme. Uh, then he was overturned at 11 to four two years later and hammer, hammered last year um, when you fancied him too in the stairs. No, I didn't so, fancy him last year in the stairs. I think you did. I think you're wrong. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, anyway, well, uh, uh, aside from that, that that would be my take uh, on, on your points there. Yeah, I think classical dream is is just he's going to be. It's a pity they didn't go over fences with him sooner because I'd say he's going to be a far better. He would have been a far better chaser than he was a hurdler. Um, even there, some of the jumps when he asked to go long the last day in Thurlison, like that was a weak beginner's chase, I'd say, but like he couldn't have done it more snugly really. And to Broadway boy, like look at Gaelic Warriors, um, beginner's chase the last day, cool survivor. I know he's a horse you you're doing a lot of banging about. He bet him twenty five lengths, like. Cool Survivor is definitely better than Broadway Boy. Yeah, but Cool Survivor isn't a two mile tree. He's not again. That's that's not his game. He wasn't like his game is going to be three miles over fence. That's fine, but he's still a better horse than Broadway Boy. Um, um Warrior beat them, and if Gaelic Warrior goes to the RSA, you might as well throw the the jacket in the bin before it starts. Yeah, yeah. Well, if 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 Gaelic Warrior goes, to, Gaelic Warrior will win at Cheltenham. I don't think he'll go to the RSA. Um. But uh, you know that's I I I do agree. Anybody with any bet in the RSA, if Gaelic Warrior turns up, are going to be in trouble. One would imagine. Yeah, I'd I'd have I'd have a few ahead of Lauren Porter to be honest. Um, would you? That's, okay, that's, fair that's, enough. That's you're, good luck. you're 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 entitled to that. Um, but yeah, sixteen to one, uh, Lauren Porter. You can let us know in the comments down below what you think. Um, but yeah, best of luck. It's honey, stuck in the